You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Right now, we are already on our third week in our series, uh, Truth Be Told. And for those who are uh, not here uh, on our first week, uh, we are talking about the parables. And the parables are uh, stories that uh, Jesus Christ gave to us. Parables are, are, are just something that was thrown to be able to amplify the truth that Jesus is telling. Because it came from the word parabole or parabola na ang ibig sabihin nun ay tinapon sa tabi ng katotohanan para mas maintindihan ng mga tao. So ang parable po ay uh, isang storya na uh, common. That's why there are no names normally sa mga parable. Wala pong mga pangalan. But uh, there are characters in the parable. And we have to only learn the principle of the story. It's not really to create a doctrine out of it, but to learn from the principles behind the stories of the parable. And there's a lot of parables, but we are, we're talking about these uh, things for the next uh, eight weeks. So pang third na po natin ito. And uh, we are hoping to learn from the story of the prodigal son. This is a very familiar story, and I believe that you will learn from this. And I hope that this will add something to us in order for us uh, to, uh, I mean, apply this also in our very lives. So let's open our Bible to the book of Luke, chapter 15. Tayo po tayo lahat muna. Medyo mahaba-haba po ito na babasahin natin sa particular verse. Luke, chapter 15, verses 11 to 32. The author of this is none other than Luke, and Luke, by the way, is a physician, doctor po siya, at uh, kasama po siya uh, ng mga apostles at ni Jesus when they were ministry when they were doing the ministry and one thing also that we can really be surprised and at the same time really be amazed with Luke is that not only that he is a physician but he is also a good historian siya po ay mag, magaling mag-take notes ng mga history in fact siya po ang uh, writer ng book of acts kaya masyadong detalye kapag halimbawa si Luke po ang nagsa, nag uh, nagsulat so let me start off with uh, verse 11. It says here, And he said, There was a man, this is Jesus Christ telling the parable already, There was a man who had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of property that is coming to me. And he divided his property between them. Not many days later, the younger son gathered all he had and took a journey into a far country. And there he squandered his property in a reckless living. And when he had spent everything, a severe famine arose in that country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of that country who sent him into his fields to feed pigs. And he was longing to be fed with the pods that the pigs ate, and no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have more than enough bread? But I perish here with hunger. I will arise and go to my father. I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me as one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion and ran and embraced him and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I've sinned against heaven and before you, I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, bring quickly on his hand, bring quickly and, and, and put it uh, uh, the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and bring the fat and calf and kill it and let us eat and celebrate. Verse 24, For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to celebrate. Now his older son was in the field and as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. And he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. And he said to him, Your brother has come and your father has killed the fat and calf. 
because he has received him back safe and sound. But he was angry and refused to go in. His father came out and entreated him. But he answered his father, Look, this many years I've served you and I've never disobeyed your command, yet you never gave me a young goat that I might celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours come or came, who has devoured your property with prostitutes, you killed the fattened calf for him. And he said to him, Son, you are always with me, and all that is mine is yours. It was fitting to celebrate and be glad, for this is your brother, for this your brother was dead and is alive. He was lost and is found. Let us pray. Lord God, thank you so much, God, because we know and we believe that the story about the lost son, the prodigal son, and the loving father truly will really be something that uh, will touch our lives and even, Lord, affect our lives, Lord, so that it, our lives will be changed and be, be in the image of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we ask right now that you are going to move, Lord, by your Holy Spirit. We pray, Holy Spirit, that you will be our teacher. You will lead us, guide us, and just lead us into all truth, Lord. Thank you so much, God, for the things that you are going to do today. We entrust, Lord God, everything to you, even our cares, our problems, our concerns, even, Lord God, the things that are going on in our life, Lord, God, we entrust everything to you. Give us the peace that transcends every human understanding, Lord. Once more, Lord, the glory, the praise, the honor is yours. We pray this in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And all God's people say, Almighty, Amen and Amen. You may all take your seats, please. Now, this is about the parable of the lost son. Now, let me just uh, give you an idea. There is a connection no? uh, about this picture with our message today. Now, this is a space, a galaxy, and I've... Uh, Posted here some words. The most current estimates guess that there are 100 to 200 billion galaxies in the universe, each of which has hundreds of billions of stars. A recent German supercomputer simulation put that number even higher. That's around 500 billion. And in other words, there could be a galaxy out there for every star in the Milky Way. And again, I would say that there are billions of galaxies out there. Our galaxy is just one galaxy, but there are still, you know, so much galaxies that we have not yet discovered. But however, this is, I, this is uh, what I believe, and at the same time, the, the scripture, as I understand it, na wag na po tayo maghanap ng mga uh, alien, okay? Wag na po tayo maghanap ng mga iti, okay? Dahil wala, wala pong mga iti at wala pong alien na tayo lang po talagang ginawa ng Panginoon. And uh, I believe that uh, we have to really be grateful to the Lord that God created us. And you will, you will hindi, kaya nga mga ibang mga tao, pa, nagpapadala pa rin ng mga communication sa ibang planeta, baka sakali may sumagot. Okay? Uh, dahil, syempre, umaasa sila na baka may, mamaya mayroon mga iba pang life form sa ibang planeta. But however, as the scripture is uh, also clear, that when God created the, the whole world and the universe, we are the ones that are alone that was created and so but however we have not discovered anything yet no kasi napaka vast po ng galaxy at uh, what i mean sa lifetime po siguro natin we can't really discover everything but the point here is that you know it's very vast now aside from that i also want to show you the deep okay meaning this um, mariana trench as they call it yung mariana trench ito this is the most uh, deepest uh, trench that there is today and uh, the uh, depth of this is so deep that even the Mount Everest, kapag nilagay niyo po yung Mount Everest doon sa pinaka floor ng Mariana Trench, uh, kukulangin yung uh, Mount Everest. In other words, uh, walang-wala yung height ng Mount Everest kapag halimbawang nilagay niyo po ang uh, Mount Everest doon sa pinaka deep ng Mariana Trench. The depth of the Mariana Trench is that deep. Now, where is the Mount Everest? Ang Mount Everest is nandito lang, sa peak na yan. In other words, marak- uh, of 1,000 plus 
feet pa ang kailangan in order for the Mount Everest to even attain the peak of the Mariana Trench. It's so deep. And according to one uh, statement, it says, in order to better illustrate the, the actual depth of the Mariana Trench, it says here, consider the following. If Mount Everest, which is the tallest point on Earth at 8,850 meters, that's around 29,035 feet, were set in the Mariana Trench, there would still be 2,183 meters or 7,166 feet of water left above it. So, ganun kalalim. Kaya, kaya yung mga isda po na nandoon sa Mariana Trench, talagang medyo kakaiba yung mga isla na hindi po natin uh, normal na nakikita sa mga ordinaryong dagat. And there are parang ang dating parang monster fish ang dating. Sometimes, you know, there are large crustaceans that are there in the Mariana Trench. It's so deep. Another that I'd like to show is this uh, falls that uh, we can see here. This is not Niagara Falls, but uh, this is uh, the Victoria Falls in Southern Africa. At, at tinalo po niya ang Niagara Falls, no? Kasi dahil sa sobrang uh, haba po ng falls ito, and this is what it says, the highest waterfall in the world with 108 meters in height, more than that of the Niagara Falls, which is 51 meters only. And so notice that these things that I, show, I showed you, I mean, the vastness, the depth, and the, 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 even the length at the same time, I mean, walang-wala ito compared, of course, sa attribute ng ating Panginoon. And the Bible is clear when it says, I pray that you and all of God's people will understand what is called wide or long or high or deep. I want you to know all about Christ's love. Although it is too wonderful to be measured, then your lives will be filled with all that God is based from Ephesians 3, 18 to 19. And again, we can't really understand the love of the Lord for us. Na kahit sabi mo, kaya sinasabi ka ni Jericho na kahit na magkasala ka, Mahal na mahal ka pa rin ang Panginoon. Now, this is not to tolerate sin. We are not here to tolerate sin and to use sin as a, li- a grace, as a license to sin. But however, that is, the, that is the depth of God's love for us. Yun po yung pagmamahal ng Panginoon. Ang tao po ay hindi, uh, pag, pag nagkamali po tayo, may tendency ang taong mag, ano eh, mag, magtanim ng galit sa kapwa niya. Pero ang Panginoon, hindi po siya nagtatanim ng galit. As long as you go to Him, go back to Him, and just confess your sin to Him, and acknowledge what you did, then the Lord will embrace you and again, bring you back to Himself. That's why, hindi po natin minsan maunawaan yung pagmamahal ng Panginoon, ganun po katindi yung pagmamahal ng Panginoon sa atin. Kaya yung mga iba, kapag halimbawang nagkakasala sila, tapos hindi sila umaatin ng church na, sabi nila, ayoko muna umaatin ng church, bakit? Kasi ano eh, yung, yung buhay ko, ano eh, hindi maganda eh, hindi okay. Eh yun nga yung kailangan eh. Kapag hindi okay yung buhay mo, mas lalo ka nga dapat umatin ng church para makarinig ka ng salta ng Panginoon. Because if you are not going to listen to the message of the, of the Lord, then how can the Lord transform you? And at the same time, how can the Holy Spirit also remind you of those words? That's why don't, uh, don't uh, try to isolate yourself whenever something is happening. Huwag niyong aayusin mo lang sarili niyo, then saka kayo pupunta ng church at kapag okay na kayo. Mas lalo mo ang kailangan ng mga taong mananalangin sa'yo. Mas lalo kailangan mo umatend ng mga victory group. Mas lalo mo kailangan na idikit ang sarili mo sa mga Krisyano whenever something is happening. Don't isolate yourself. Don't separate yourself. But all the more, kailangan mas maging malap, mas kailangan i-push mo. Or deliberately, you have to really, to really uh, I mean, connect yourself with believers. Because again, God's love is so deep and so wide, hindi kanya, of course, ilalayo sa kanya sarili. Now, the Bible is also uh, clear that uh, with regards to his, his attitude, with regards to those who are sinners. Because we, we read no, uh, uh, earlier about uh, the, 
the prodigal son or the lost son. But prior to that, there are two stories that I want us to understand first. In this story, it says here in Luke 15, 46, it talks about the lost sheep. Now, sabi rito, what man of you having a hundred sheep, if he has lost one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the open country and go after the one that is lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulder or shoulders, rejoicing. And then the next verse says, And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and his neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my ship that was lost. In other words, ganun po ang attitude ng Panginoon kapag halimbawang nakuha niya po o na, na, nakauwi yung isang uh, makasalanan sa kanyang piling. And he is really willing to live, not just of course to abandon the 99, pero nandun ang kanyang uh, kaligayahan at kagalakan. Whenever he, 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 he sees a person, goes back home at nakauwi. And again, there are shepherds na ginagawa nila doon sa mga uh, wayward na mga sheep. Kaya nila nilalagay sa shoulder nila. Kasi ang ginagawa nila is that they try to break the leg of the sheep. Binabali nila talaga yung uh, leg ng sheep kasi parang dinidisiplina nila. Tapos ilalagay nila rito sa kanila shoulder. And kasi may mga iba kasi na talagang pasaway. Okay? May mga krisano rin pasaway minsan. Na, ay, alam mo, tipong kapag halimbawang sinabi ni Lord na ganito, ayaw pa rin, anak, hindi nga talaga siya eh. Eh, Lord, gwapo eh. Okay? <laughs> tipong, medyo pasaway talaga. No? Anak, ano yan? Magkaiba kayo ng pananampalataya. Uh, Lord, ano, baka mabunay. Bubon, agingin ko na lang. Okay? Si pastor na bahala, papakilaw kay pastor. Malamang yan, baka makinig kay pastor. So, ako, uh, kumbaga parang si pastor pa ang dinadala no, sa, sa picture. And sometimes, you know, there are Christians who are so much... I mean, they don't want to listen to the Lord, that they want to do the things that they want to do. And that's why the Lord had to step in and sometimes, you know, uh, do something in order for them to really be open at para magising sila at makabalik uli sa Panginoon. Again, that's the attitude of the Lord. Yun po ang attitude ng Panginoon. Gusto niya makauwi ka, gusto niya na ipakita yung pagmamahal niya sa'yo. This is not really all about punishing you, but really for you to come back to Him. Another story that I'd like to show you before we jump to the prodigal son is the parable of the lost coin. Now, in Luke 15, 8-9, it says, Or what woman, having ten silver coins, if she lose, loses one coin, does not light a lamp and sweep the house and seek diligently until she finds it? It says here, And when she has found it, she calls together her friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the coin that I had lost. Now, again, speaking of this parable of the lost coin, kumbaga, meron nga siya mga coin na iba, but yet he went to seek that particular coin. Di pa parang tayo, nandun na lahat ng mga gamit mo, pag meron ka isang gamit na nawawala, hahanapin mo yung gamit niya. I don't know if you are like that person, na sometimes I have a lot of books with me, pero pag may naalala akong libro na hindi ko makita, talaga as in, talaga, hahanapin ko lang, hahalukayin ko talaga lahat kung nasan yung librong yon, kasi gusto ko talaga makita kung nasan yung librong yon. And that's my, sometimes my attitude as well. And the same thing as well with this woman. Now the point here is that, if you notice, that prior to becoming lost, they are what? They are found. Parang si Adam and Eve rin yan eh. When Adam and Eve were created by the Lord, they were placed by the Lord in the Garden of Eden. Are they found or not? They are found. They are not lost, but they are found. However, there was a time that they rebelled against the Lord. That's why they are considered lost. Because they are kicked out in the Garden of Eden. And so they have to, that's why all lost people before were actually found, kung tutuusin. But however, because of their rebellion, ayaw nila sa Panginoon eh. Kumbaga, ang isang bata, pansin niyo isang bata, ang isang bata, hindi mo kailangan turuan na magrebelde. Ang isang bata, lalaki po yan, na mag, matututo magsinungaling at matututo, matututo minsan magrebelde sa magulang kahit na hindi mo tinuturuan. Why? Because innate in a, in a person's heart, they are sinners. 
Kaya kailangan natin turuan sila. We have to really uh, disciple them and we have to really teach them about the Word of the Lord and bring them at the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ. Mga magulang, hindi po tayo magbabago sa ating mga anak. Ang Panginoong Jesus po magbabago sa kanila. Let us always just remind them of the Lord Jesus Christ and let's pray for them continually. Sometimes, ang hirap po kapag halimbawang tayo po bilang magulang, we are just doing the things that we want to do for our children to the point na minsan tumataas na yung boses natin, galit na galit na tayo, minsan nagkakasala na tayo kapag halimbawang hindi natin sila madala uh, sa church minsan o kaya meron tayong gusto ipagawa sa kanila pero hindi na ginagawa. And sometimes parang we are already fed up. Siguro, back up muna tayo ng konti, baka ang ginagawa natin, sariling strength na natin. Na, kailan ba natin last na pinagpray ang ating mga anak? Kailan ba last na pinag-usapan natin ang, pang, ang Panginoon sa, at, sa buhay ng ating mga anak? When was the last time you talk about Jesus Christ sa inyong mga anak? I mean, baka mamaya nung baby pa sila. O baka mamaya five years old pa lang sila nung kinikwento mo sila when you are telling them about, you know, the Bible stories. But then again, when they are already uh, bigger, then nakalimutan mo nang gawin yon. We have to again go back and remind them about the things that they have learned in the past. And so, speaking about those things, people right now are lost. They are considered lost. Why? Because they have rebelled against the Lord. They have tinalikuran nila ang Panginoon. And that's why we are jumping on this particular story. And we will try to understand the character of the Lord. Now, I have here the extent and depth of God's character. Ano bang klase ang character ng Panginoon? No? Ang attribute ng, ng Panginoon na kailangan niya tayong abutin. Kung tutuusin, God doesn't need us. He doesn't need us para pag nag-worship, ibig sabihin, pagkahanimbawang hindi natin win-worship si Lord, ibig mong sabihin nun, nababawasan ang kanyang pagiging Diyos? No, hindi. Pag tayo ang hindi nag-worship, may kulang sa atin. That is why we are created to worship the Lord. We are created and designed to honor the Lord. Lahat po tayo. But without us, God will be, will be God. Without us, God will still be God. But without God, we will not be ourselves. Wala po tayo. I mean, talo tayo. That is why we have to go back and just go back to the original design of the Lord and know His purpose and plan in our lives. That is why I'd like us to jump to this first point. The character that God exhibits is that God allowed you permissible freedom. In fact, nung ginawa tayo ng Panginoon, meron po tayong freedom. Now, yung freedom na ito ay freedom para i-worship siya o freedom para hindi gawin yung mga bagay na gusto niya. Now, sinong talo? Tayo po ang matatalo nun. Let me just go back to that particular passage in Luke 15, 11 to 12. And he said, There was a man who had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of property that is coming to me. And he divided his property between them. Now, notice that during the time in the ancient Near East, sa ancient Near East, ang, ang normal na custom po nila is that hindi mo pwedeng kunin ang mana if the father ay hindi papatay. Okay? Kaso nga lang, napakaagang kumuha ng mana ng anak. Nagmamadali siya na kumuha. Samantalang buhay pa yung kanyang magulang. Now, sa kanila to. Okay? This is their, this is their custom. And so, the father, because of his love for his son, ang ginawa niya is binigay niya ang portion na yon sa kanyang anak. Despite the fact na hindi ito normal sa kanilang custom. So in, in other words, he divided his property ang ginawa tas, between them tas binigay niya sa kanyang anak. The next verses if, in in this case I would say that in James 1:17 every good gift and every perfect gift is from above coming down from the father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. 
In other words, what I'm saying is that kahit ng anak na ito ay hindi po sumusunod sa kanyang magulang or he is not really acting like a son, I mean, the blessing was still there. Pansin niyo, bakit kaya may mga ibang mga tao, kahit na hindi sila krisyano, ay parang feeling natin, parang pinaprosper sila at parang okay ang kanilang buhay. Parang binubuhos ng Panginoon yung blessing sa kanila. Because lahat po ng blessing na magaganda galing po sa Panginoon. Kahit na sabihin natin yung taong yan ay hindi mananampalataya o mananampalataya. In fact, let me just uh, read to you Math, uh, in Matthew 5, 44-45. But I tell you to love your enemies and pray for anyone who mistreats you. Then you will be acting like your Father in heaven. He makes the sun rise on both good and bad people. And He sends rain for the ones who do right and for the ones who do wrong. So you will notice here na meron pong inilalaan na blessing at ibig sabihin, uh, prosperity or whatever success that is sa mga hindi manampalataya at sa manampalataya. Pareho yan. However, magkaiba ang kanilang reaksyon dyan. Sa isang, sa isang hindi manampalataya, the purpose of those things, that's why the reason why the Lord is pouring out their rain upon them of blessing is that for them to acknowledge that those blessings really come from the Lord so that magising sila sa katotohanan at manumbalik sa Panginoon. But for the believers, it's different thing. Kapag tayo po ay pinaulunan ng blessing ng Panginoon, that is only for us to be grateful that the Lord is the one who gave that to us so that we can use the blessing that we are receiving for His glory and honor. In other words, anak na po tayo ng Panginoon. If you are a child of the Lord, yung blessing na yon, hindi dahil sa gumagawa ka ng kabutihan, hindi yon. Huwag niyo pong isipin na parang, ay, kailang umatin ako ng church kasi para, para swertehin ako ngayong linggong ito. Kailangan magbigay ako ng tithes and offering kasi ano, ano eh, nangangailangan ako ngayon eh. Kailangan, kailangan Lord ha, ano at kailangan ito merong return ha, nagbigay ako eh. Para bang ang nangyayari, we are expecting something. Ano ba to? Hindi ba tayo umaasta na parang anak? And later on, I'll talk about that as we go to our third point. My point here is that the blessing that is being poured out from heaven is for every people. Magkaiba nga lang ang reaksyon. I, uh, I, I received one PM from uh, this lady. Ito pong uh, nag-PM sa akin. Sabi niya, siguro frustrated na po siya. Sabi niya, Pastor, ba't ganun yung kaibigan ko? Nag-pray siya na gumaling sa cancer. Alam mo, gumaling naman siya na wala yung cancer. But however, after a few, probably months or years, bumalik ulit yung cancer. Tapos sabi niya, samantalang yung mga born again yung kaibigan ko yun. Sabi niya, sinasabi niya, born again yung pastor, yung kaibigan ko. Pero bumalik ulit yung cancer niya. Pero may mga kaibigan akong unbeliever at talagang hindi sila manampalataya. Pero ba't ganun? Parang binibless sila. Parang wala silang problema. Parang kung gumalaw, parang akala mo talaga as in kanila yung mundo. Ba't ganun, Pastor? Samantala naging Christian ako, eh, in-expect ko talaga parang ganun yung mangyari sa akin. Pero ba't ganun? Hindi. Now again, nung sinasabi niyo yun, uh, over the PM, I was reminded of the book of Psalms. Kasi si David, ganun rin ang nangyari sa kanya. Kasi may mga tao na you tend to compare yourself with others. Naiisip niyo ba yun minsan? Di ba? Para bang, ba't ako nung naborn again ako, nung naging Christian ako, nung tinanggap po si Lord, ba't masano naging miserable yata buhay ko? At ba't, pa, ba't parang ang dami-dami kong problema ngayon na dinadaan? Kesa yung noon na hindi pa. Kasi, nung hindi ka pa Christiano, close kayo ng Diablo, hindi kanya pinapansin. Close eh. 
close kayo masyado eh. Kumbaga parang, ah, okay lang, pabiyaan ko yan. Ano naman kami, close kami. Pero nag- naging krisyano ka, when you accept the Lord, nako target ka na ngayon ng kaaway. Lahat ng mga alam niyang pwedeng you know, ibigay sa ibato sa'yo, talagang ibabato niya. Weakness mo, pornography, ayari ka sa akin. Um, weakness mo, ano, yung pag nawalan ka ng pera, ah, sige, ikaw, lahat ng paraan gagawin ko. Ah, weakness mo, ah, pagka, limbawa, ano, namatayan ka ng isang labuan, aatakihin ka sa buo, ito, ibibigay sa sa'yo. And gagawa ng paraan ng Diablo para talaga as in to suppress your faith and to pull you down. The point is that we are a target by the enemy. Lahat po tayo. We are. But you have to rest assured that he who is in us is greater than he who is in the world. Yun po ang kagandahan nun. Kaya hindi po tayo dapat na matakot doon. Now, going back to that particular PM that I received, I gave her that passage from the book of Psalms in Psalm 73. Let me just uh, uh, quote this, 73 verse 1 to 8, and I'll be quoting you know, a number of passages from this particular chapter. A Psalm by Asa. God is truly good to Israel, to those whose lives are pure, sabi ni David. But my feet had almost stumbled. Ito, kumbaga sabi siguro sa Tagalog sa, sa ating term, muntik na ako mag-backslide, sabi ni David. They had almost slipped, okay? Muntik na talaga, Lord. Talagang tipong magbabackslide na talaga ako. Because I was envious of arrogant people. When I saw the prosperity that wicked people enjoy, Kitang-kita niya yung mga prosperity ng mga wicked. They suffer no pain. Aba, healthy. Okay? Talagang walang mga sakit. It, samantalang akong krisyano ko, bakit, bakit ganito? Talagang as in, ano eh, meron nararamdaman sa puso. Okay? May mga rayuma. Okay? Samantalang sila talagang healthy living. Their bodies are healthy. Okay? They have no drudgery in their lives like ordinary people. They are not plagued with problems like others. Walang problema, Lord. Nakangiti lang palagi. Kainis. <laughs> Samantalang hindi umahati ng church. Ano ba yan? <laughs> that is why they were arrogance like a necklace. And they, they were arrogance like a necklace and acts of violence like clothing. Their eyes peer out from their fat faces. Talaga siguro. Kumbaga, parabang busog na busog sa lahat, no? And their imaginations run wild kung ano na mga pinag-iisip na hindi align sa, sa will ng Panginoon. Pero Lord, bakit ganun nangyari? They ridicule. They speak maliciously. They speak arrogantly about oppression and everything. Kung magkakita mo, kitang-kita ni David, talagang inoobserbahan ni David ang galaw ng mga unbeliever na ito. Look how wicked they are. Verse 12. They never have a worry. Ito mo, Lord, walang problema. Ano ba naman yan? Unfair. <laughs> Para bang walang problema, walang kapropro-problema talaga. Hindi nag-worry. They grow more and more wealthy. Ayan, Lord, yumayaman pa. Tim- talaga nga naman, nag-under the table, yumayaman pa. But Lord, ganun. Parang unfair, Lord. Samantalang ako, active ako sa ushering, Lord. Active ako sa technical, Lord. Every Sunday, Sunday in, Sunday out, kulang na lang, matulog ako sa church, Lord. I received no reward for keeping my life pure and washing my hands of any blame. Now, notice si David. Bakit, nakikita niyo ba yung, yung verse na sinabi niya? I've received no reward for keeping my life pure. Para bang lumalabas, dito may sabit si David. Kasi meron siyang ini-expect. Kapag ginagawa niya, gusto niya merong return. Nakita mo yung gawa, yung galaw niya. And that's why sabi niya, 
I'm plagued with problems all day long and every morning my punishment begins again. Parang ang feeling niya, itong mga dinadaan niya, mga problema, talaga asin matindi. Kasi whenever he do something, he tries to do it because he's, he wants the Lord to, to, to move in his life. Lumalabas parang meron siyang galaw na ginagawa para ma-earn niya yung favor ng Panginoon. Verse 16, But when I tried to understand this, it was too difficult for me. Hindi niya maintindihan. Only, ito ngayon si verse 17, ito yung eye-opener sa kanya. Only when I came into God's holy place did I finally understand what would happen to them, to this unbeliever. You put them in slippery places and make them fall into ruin. They are suddenly destroyed. They are completely swept away by terror. At itong mga taong ito, yes, maaring maligaya sila ngayon. Pero darating ang araw, they will sleep, you know, in that area wherein marirealize sila na mali pala yung ginawa nila. And they are suddenly destroyed. Verse 21, let me jump to verse 21. When my heart was filled with bitterness and my mind was seized with envy, kumbaga, ingit na ingit na siya, I was stupid, sabi ni David, and I did not understand. I was like a damn animal in your presence. Yet, I am always with you. Kumbaga, para bang sinasabi niya, hindi ko man lang naisip, oo nga pala, kasama kita, Panginoon, sa lahat ng bagay. Kasama pala kita, hindi ko alam, kasama pala kita. Nakalimutan niya yon. Yun ang problema, nakalimutan niya. You hold on to my right hand with your advice. You guide me. In the end, you will take me to glory. In other words, the Lord is... Come on, let's give God a praise. That's, that's what the Lord is doing. Minsan nakakalitan, nakatutok lang tayo sa mga taong yon, sa mga, sa mga hindi krisyano, sa mga minsan kaibigan natin na hindi manampalataya, at nakikita natin yung mga blessing, ang hindi natin nakikita yung kung paano tayong gabayan ng Panginoon sa ating pamumuhay. At yun ang medyo, yun, ang, yun po ang wala sa kanila. They are just being guided by their own desires. And one day, there will be ruin that will come to their life. Kaya nga, ano eh, sinasabi natin, kapag if you want to reach out to people who are not yet believers, kapag okay pa sila, syempre hindi nyo pag-uusapan yung problema, pero balang araw magkakaproblema rin yan. At pag nagkaproblema yan, ihanda mo na sarili mo. At ipag-pray mo na siya. Kasi ngayon nakangiti pa lang yan. Pero darating araw, tatawag yan sa'yo at sasabihin, oh, may problema ako. Ito na, pagkakataon, Lord. Siran mo na agad ang gospel kapag kaganyan. Kasi lahat ng tao, sigurado dadaan dyan. That's why with your advice, you guide me in the end, you will take me to glory. Verse 25, it says, As long as I have you, sabi ni David, I don't need anyone else in heaven or on earth. My body and mind may waste away, but God remains the foundation of my life and my inheritance forever. Without a doubt, those who are far from you will die. You destroy all who are unfaithful to you. Alam niyo ba yun? Come on, let's give God a praise. Kanta po ito eh. My heart and my flesh, many times they fail, but there is one truth that always will prevail. God is the strength of my heart. God is the strength of my heart. God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Napakanta tuloy ako. Okay? Pero hindi na ako nag-join sana sa music. My point here is that you have to understand that God is the portion of your life always. Hindi po kayo hihiwalayan ng Panginoon sa dinadaanan po ninyo. 
That is why again, speaking of that lost son, that son, you know, kahit na kinuha na niya lahat, darating ang time, yung lost son na yan, sigurado, tatawag yan sa Diyos. Which really happened. Kasi nung nalustay na yung lahat ng pera niya, eto na, yung pagkakataon, na kailangan niya magising at kailangan niya manumbalik. And this is what happened, verse 13 to 16, not many days later, the younger son gathered all that he, all he had and took a journey into a far country. And there, he squandered his property in reckless living. Walang Diyos. Kumbaga, sige lang. Remember, this is a Jew. Ang ginawa niya, pumunta siya sa isang Gentile, Gentile place, wherein ang ginawa niya, nilustay niya ang kanyang pera roon, at dun siya nabuhay ng akala mo mayamang-mayaman. And when he had spent everything, a severe famine arose in that country and he began to be in need. And what happened? Okay, after that, okay, so he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of that country, si isang Gentile na uh, employer, who sent him into his fields to feed pigs. Imagine a Jew feeding pigs. Bawal sa kanila yon. And he was longing to be fed with the pods that the pigs ate and no one gave him anything. Kung bagad dumating sa punto, na siya ay nasa pinaka uh, really uh, bottomless no bottom ng, ng life niya to the point that this person really had to call on something nagising siya sa kanyang sitwasyon to the point that he wanted to go back once more to his father that's why all sinners i would say right now may kita mo na okay sila pero dating ang araw tatawagan sa panginoon and once that person calls on to the Lord, then you have to better be prepared to really minister and to pray for that person and bring him at the feet of Jesus Christ. Pagdating ng araw, sigurado yan. That, that's why don't, don't even attempt to force a person at the feet of the Lord. Para bang pipilitin mo siya. Kapag halimbawang hindi mo siya madala sa church, okay lang, yayain mo palagi. Attend ka sa church, sama ka, okay? And share mo na gospel. Alam ba, okay lang ba na may time ka ba makipag-usap tayo? And I'd like to share you something about what happened to me when I accepted the Lord. Kapag sinabi niyang, ayoko, ayoko munang makinig okay, kasi hindi pa ako handa. Okay lang, no problem. But there will be a time wherein that person will surely listen and will surely also have the time to even join you in worshiping the Lord. Pag dumating ang time na yun, handa ka. That is why Gary Inrig said, the Pharisees were content to leave the sinners in the pig pen, but the Savior wants them to find a way back to the Father's house. Wag nating hayaan na sila po ay nandun sa ganong klaseng sitwasyon. But let's always, you know, give them that opportunity to really bring them at the feet of Jesus Christ. And I'm sure that there will be a time for that. That's why speaking of, again, that uh, freedom that we have, may freedom po ang mga tao, whether they wanted to follow the Lord or they wanted to rebel against the Lord. If they wanted to rebel against the Lord, then it's, you know, that is their decision. But one day, one day, yun po ang ipapanalangin natin, na they will be open to, you know, receive the Lord Jesus Christ and even embrace Him and accept them into their life, just like what you did. That is why, continue to pray for your loved ones. Ipanalangin po natin ang ating mga mahal sa buhay para pumakakilala sila sa Panginoon. Even our parents, our siblings, our children who have not yet come to know the Lord, even our spouses as well, kahit na nasa ibang bansa siya, na meron siyang makilala ng mga Kristiyano doon sa ibang bansa at ilid sila sa Panginoon. They have that freedom to really respond. And I do believe that the Lord will be the one to speak to them. Next character uh, trait of the Lord is that, that He exhibit is that God showed them or God showed you unconditional love. Yung pagmamahal na ito, ipinakita rin niya. 
in Luke chapter 15, 17 to 24, it says, But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have more than enough bread, but I perish here with hunger. So na realize niya, he already realized that he is already in dire need. He needs okay, some, uh, some help. I will arise and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. Pinapractice na niya kung ano yung sasabihin niya. Kung ano yung kanyang sasabihin na, uh, na statement sa kanyang, sa kanyang tatay. Ito yung kailangan sabihin. In verse 19, it says, I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me as one of your hired servants. So, nung na-practice niya, he arose, okay? And he arose, came to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion and ran and embraced him and kissed him. Why did the father run? Because he understands that when the son comes back, ang mangyari, babatuhin po siya ng mga neighbor nila na nandoon because one of the reason kung bakit ka babatuhin ng mga tao is that if you dishonored your parents. Pagka dishonor mo ang parents sa panahon nila, ang kailangan pong gawin sa taong yun ay patayin. To stoning. Siguro kung yun i-apply sa atin sa Pilipinas, mukhang marami ang malalagas. Okay? But nang hindi ganun sa ating kultura. And so that's why in this case, the father had to run and embrace him para protektahan yung kanyang anak. And now no father will have to run. Kasi pag tumakbo po ang tatay, ibig sabihin, nawawala po ang, ang respeto sa tatay kapag tumakbo. Kasi part po yun ng kanilang, pag, you know, old age. No? And they have to gain that respect. That's why they have to walk slowly and not run. But however, he ran so that to show the love that he has for his son. And showing that kind of love, I believe that that is what the Lord wants also to do for every one of us. And that's why when that happened, talaga as in, pinrotektahan po niya ang kanyang anak. Luke chapter 15, let me jump off to 21, it says, And the son said to him, itong maganda rito, sinabi niya, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. He acknowledged his sin. Tinanggap niya na nagkasala siya. And that's what we should do. We have to acknowledge that we have sinned against the Lord. In another passage, it says, And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven, and before you I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servant, Now, notice, yung salita rito na, But, kumbaga, hindi niya pinansin yung unang sinabi ng son niya. But immediately, what he said was, Bring quickly the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet. Hindi niya pinansin yung una niya. Kasi nag-focus yung anak niya doon, but however, the father's love is really there. Meron pong isang Buddhist story na it's like similar to prodigal son as well. Na ang story na ito, it's really more about the, the son who also did something wrong. And then itong son na ito ay bumalik po sa kanyang sa palas ng kanyang tatay because the, the father is a king. And so, ang ginawa ng king, hindi siya nagpahalata na siya yung tatay ng anak niya. So, nag-disguise siya. So, yung son, nandun na sa palas and then, inoobserbahan ng tatay kung nagbago na ba yung anak niya. So, what he did was to just observe the son at nung nakita niya nagbago na talaga yung anak niya, dun lang niya nireveal ang sarili niya sa kanyang anak. In other words, by saying, ako nga pala yung tatay mo, it's good that you change. Now, that is not the story of the prodigal son. 
hindi po ibang-iba po yung body story ng prodigal son sa sinasabi ng Bible. Because in the Bible, hindi ka pa nagbabago totally, and yet the love of the Lord is already there, and the love of the Lord will actually change you. I remember one person who said to a pastor, sabi niya, and during the time, itong taong to, meron po siyang, meron siyang isang habit, drug, no? Habit. And sabi niya, Pastor, do I have to quit smoking marijuana before I accept the Lord Jesus Christ? Sabi ng pastor, no. Uh, wait, 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 pastor. I think you don't understand. What I said is that, do I have to quit smoking marijuana before I accept, it, accept the Lord Jesus Christ? Sabi ng pastor, read my lips. And, oh, no. And then, sabi ng tao, oh, I'm confused, pastor. What do you mean by that? Tapos sabi ng pastor, do you have to clean yourself up before you take a bath? And then, he realized, oh nga naman. Kasi ang mga tao, gusto nila malinis agad sila bago natanggap si Lord. Pero ang hindi na naintindihan is that it's the Lord who will transform them and change them. It is the Lord who will tra- change you and transform you. <laughs> hindi po tayo nagbabago sa atin sarili. Ang Panginoon po ang magbabago sa atin. Just yield yourself to the Lord and say, Lord, hindi ko po kaya itong ginagawa ko ito. Mahirap po, Lord. Matinding habit po ito na talagang nakalakihan ko na I already grew up with this habit. Alam kong mali, pero Lord, tulungan niyo po ako. And you know what? The Lord will step in and just transform you and change you. Kung may habit po kayo naninigarilyo palagi araw-araw, just leave it, up, leave it up to the Lord and say, Lord, change me. I don't want to die with cancer dahil sa nikotina ito. Gusto kong gamitin niyo po yung buhay ko. Lord, may habit ako na uminom ako ng alcohol palagi. I saw propyl. Ay, ano, uh, uh, sorry. Uh, alcohol, liquor. Okay? Lord, tulungan niyo po ako. Baguhin niyo po ako. I mean, you have to always lift it up to the Lord and say, Lord, God, change me. Lord, mayroon akong habit ng pornography palagi. Every time nag internet ako, I always click on this. Lord, change me and transform me. You have to go back to the Lord because it's only the Lord who can do that. You have to always be honest with the Lord. It's God who will change you. That's what He did also, even to His Son. Luke 15.23, it says, And bring the fat and calf and kill it, and let us eat and celebrate. For this my Son was dead and is alive. Again, He was lost and is found, and they began to celebrate. As in, there's celebration. Because that person went back once more to the Lord. Because ang nagbago po sa Kanya, yung pagmamahal ng Kanyang Ama. And I believe that what really changed us is that the love of the Lord in us. Yung po ang nagbago sa atin. It is not really the rules and the regulation that we are doing right now. It's not that, but it's really the love of the Lord. Luke 15:7 says, Just so I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who need no repentance. In other words, if a person comes back to the Lord at yung po ay hindi manapalataya, then that person Will really is really important in the eyes, eyes of the Lord. Hindi, it does not mean that we are not important in His eyes, that we are already children of the Lord. But the point here is that ang focus po ng Panginoon right now is on that particular person. Because napakahalaga po ng bawat kaluluwa sa Panginoon. Wag po nating hayaan na mamiss po natin ito. Let's always let them show, you know, we, we hope that we will show them the love of God in our lives. Because kapag halimbawang hindi po natin na ipapakita yung pagmamahal na yan sa kanila, na nag-reflect po coming from the Lord, it's difficult for them to really come to, the, come to terms with Jesus Christ. Pag hindi po nila nakita ang pagmamahal na yan sa inyo, mahirapong po sila magsabi ng, ay, hindi ko nga maramdaman sa yung pagmamahal eh. 
papano ako magbabago. And that's why, again, speaking of that kind of love, it should reflect in our lives so that these people will be affected as well. The love of God is very important. That's one of, and that's the second attribute that I've shared. And my last here is this. God showered you with divine blessing as well. That's one also thing that God has exhibited. That when that son went back to the father, kita mo yung blessing na sinawar ng father sa kanya anak. Luke 15.25 says, Now his older son was in the field, and as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. Now there is this older brother, by the way, and he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. The older brother is there already. Yung son, yung brother, yung younger son, nakarating na, but the older brother has a different story. What happened is this. And he said to him, Your brother has come and your father has killed the fattened calf. Sabi na father, because he has received him back safe and sound. But he was angry, yung older brother, and refused to go in. His father came out and entreated him. Talagang inis na inis po yung older brother. As in talagang ayaw niyang pansinin, ayaw niyang mumiti, as in parabang, pero he's part of the family, pero ayaw niyang pansinin. Kumbaga parabang, ba't ganito? But ang focus na punta sa kapatid? but sa akin wala? And then ito, you will really see the difference. But he answered his father, itong sabi niya, Look, this many years I've served you. You know what the word serve here really means? Ang serve rito, it means duleo, which means be a slave to obey and to submit. Parang sinasabi, I am your slave. I'm slaving you. Sinabi niya. And I never disobeyed your command. Lumalabas parang rules and regulation, parang kay David. Now, we are not, you know, doing these things, just following the Lord out of a commandment. Kasi kapag halimbawang ang nangyari, ginagawa mo ang mga bagay na ginagawa mo because you want to please the Lord at para magkaroon ka ng blessing, you're missing the point. Kaya ka nagbabasa ng Bible para may blessing ka, you're missing the point. Kaya ka umati ng church dahil baka para, mama, para at least ma-receive mo yung prayer mo, you're missing the point. Kaya ka nagbibigay ng tayo offering because you wanted something from the Lord para i-bless ka, you're missing the point. It must be love for the Lord or love for Christ that will compel us. Because in Second Corinthians 5.14, it says, For the love of Christ controls us or compels us. Yung po ang nag-hold sa atin together, yung love ni Christ. Everything that we do must be done out of love for the Lord. Hindi po yung, the reason why I am faithful to my wife, it's not because dahil baka mamay mag-away kami, baka mamaya yung blessing ni Lord mawala sa akin. It's not about that, but it's because it's my love for the Lord that compels me and controls me to do that very thing. The reason why I am also a father to my children, it's because of my love for the Lord. The reason why I am reading my scripture, studying it, and even at the same time folk, uh, do, do the things that, that, uh, that I'm doing for the Lord in discipleship, it's not because para may ma-receive akong blessing, hindi para, hindi ako, para walang mangyari sa akin, hindi yon. But it's because it's my love for the Lord, bonus na lang po yung mga blessing ng Panginoon sa atin. We have to always understand that. That's why, again, speaking of that, Doon pumapasok ang yung kaaway to the point that whenever you do something wrong, ang lalabas noon, papasok siya at sasabihin niya, di ba may ginawa ka kanina? Paano marireceive yung blessing ni Lord? May pataas-taas ka pa ng kamay dyan? Eh nagmurahan nga kayo ng misis mo, di ba? Tapos biglang tumataas ka ng kamay, tapos biglang narinig mo yung boses, biglang bababayan uli. Oo nga, no? May pakantakata ka pa. Nakipag-unahan ka sa parking ng isang ano. Eh, kamembro nyo rin yun eh. 
lahat ng klase ng mga you know, bagay, sasabihin ng kaaway sa atin, alam mong mangyari, magigilty ka ngayon. At sasabihin mo sa sarili mo, nako, nakakagilty naman. Parang ang akala mo tuloy, yung Holy Spirit ang nangungusap sa'yo, kinonbik ako ng Holy Spirit. Nagkasala kasi ako. Pero you know what, ito, this is just, ito, meron ako sabihin sa inyo, no? Probably this is something new for you. You know what, the Holy Spirit does not convict a believer. The Holy Spirit's role is not to convict a believer. Kaya sinasabi ng convict ako ng Holy Spirit, I mean, that is not from the scripture. The Holy Spirit convicts the world. In fact, in John 16, 8-11, sabi dito, And when He comes, He will convict the world. The Holy Spirit will convict the world, not the believer, concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. Concerning sin, because they do not believe in Me. Concerning Righteousness, because I go to the Father, and you will see me no longer concerning judgment, because the ruler of this world is judge. So that's what the Holy again the Holy Spirit does to the world, to the unbeliever. But the role of the Holy Spirit, kasi ang, ang word na convict po, kung tutuosin, kung natin, before we became a believer, no unbeliever pa lang tayo, the Holy Spirit made us guilty of those things, the reason why we embrace Jesus Christ. Because the word convict, in reality, is that to prove or declare guilty of an offense. Nung nag-guilty tayo, tinanggap natin si Jesus Christ sa ating buhay. Ay, hindi pala ako pwede maging righteous sa ginagawa ko. Ay, hindi pala, naku, i-judge pala ako ng pagdating ng araw. Naku, uh, ano pala, uh, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. The reason why you have to accept the Lord Jesus Christ into your life. And now that you are already a child of God, kung anak ka ng Panginoon, the Holy Spirit's role right now is not to convict a believer, but the Holy Spirit's role is really to guide you Sabi rito, when the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you into all the truth, for He will not speak on His own authority, but whatever He hears, He will speak, and He will declare to you the things that are to come. Another work of the Holy Spirit can be found uh, by, by, uh, here no, in uh, 14.26, But the help of the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Now, there's nothing in that word, the word conviction or convict, meaning, the Holy Spirit will not do that anymore. Ang ginagawa po ng Holy Spirit sa atin, ginaguide po tayo, niririd tayo, at dinadala tayo sa lahat ng katotohanan. Siya po ang mag-remind ng word sa atin. Kapag nagkasala tayo, sasabihin niya sa atin, Anak, di ba ito yung sinabi sa word? I'm, remem- I'm, I'm reminding you of the word of the Lord. And once you are reminded, you will now go back once more to the Lord and acknowledge that you have sinned against the Lord. It says here, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The word confess here came from a Greek word which is homologeo, which means to say the same things or to concede. Kaya nga pag nagko-confess po tayo, ang ibig sabihin nun, kung ano yung sinabi ng Holy Spirit sa atin, anak, ito yung sinabi ng word. Therefore, sasabihin mo yun sa Panginoon, sasabihin mo, Lord, nagkasala po ako sa inyo. Lord, ginawa ko po ito. At minsan kasi ang nangyayari sa mga Krisyano, Sometimes they are rationalizing the actions that they are doing. Lord, mali po yung ginawa ko. Sinagot ko po siya, pero alam ko po kasi, kasi ano Lord eh. Alam ko mali, hindi siya krisyano Lord. Pero, pero Lord, 45 na ako sa Lord eh. Kung maga, nagko-confess, pero ang ginagawa ni rationalize. Lord, alam kong mali talaga ang umutang, Lord, talaga, talaga hindi, kayo, hindi ako nag-trust sa inyo, Lord. Pero, pero Lord, kasi bukas na, Lord, kasi binabayaran, kaya kailangan kong gawin. So, nirationalize natin. I mean, if we really want to acknowledge our sin, acknowledge it without rationalizing. Aminin mo. Lord, nagkamali ako, Panginoon, nag-away kami ng miss ko. Okay, nag-away kami ng mister ko. Pero wag mo na irrationalize. Nag-away kami ng miss ko. Eh, kasi siya kasi sumigaw siya eh. 
Hindi acknowledgement yun. Gina-justify mo yung sarili mo. Acknowledge that you have sin against the Lord. And so after that, once you acknowledge your sin, then the Lord will step in and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. That is why it says here, and He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The Lord will cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's why the role of the Holy Spirit is not to condemn. He does not condemn. God does not condemn us. Why? In Romans 8, 1, it says, There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Hindi kanya condemn. The word condemnation there means damnatory sentence. Hindi siya yung nagsasabi sa'yo na, May pataas-taas ka pa ng kamay. May pakanta-kanta ka pa. Eh, may ginawa ka, di ba? Sino ba ang hindi nagkasala? Lahat naman tayo rito nagkasala. But however, one thing that we could really be grateful is that the Lord forgave us and cleansed us from all our sins. Wag po tayong, wag po tayong magpagilty sa kaaway. Kaya pag mayroong bumubulong sa'yo ng kaaway, sabi mo agad na, hindi, pinatawad na ako ng Panginoon. I'm no longer condemned. Ikaw, humanda ka, ikaw, condemn ka ng Panginoon pagdating ng araw. Okay? Pero wag mo sasabihin sa harapan ng mga tao, baka mga sabihin, nakikipag-usap ka sa sarili mo. Last, Luke 15, 31, 32, it says here, 31:30, and he said to him, Son, you are always with me, and all that is mine is yours. All that is mine is yours. Anak, mukha ang dating parang nagtatrabaho ka eh. Hindi ka naman dapat nagtatrabaho, kasi lahat naman ng, meron, ng nasa akin, sa'yo to lahat eh. Alam mo, hindi mo kailangang pagtrabahoan yung blessing, bindes na kita. Hindi mo kailangang pagtrabahoan yung, yung sagot ko, kasi sinagot na kita. Huwag mong, mong pagtatrabahoan, don't even work on that always think that this is for you because you are my son and you are my child. And that should be our attitude whenever we approach the Lord. Wag po nating pagtrabahoan yung blessing dahil bindes na po tayo ng Panginoon with all kinds of blessing, with all kinds of blessing, with all kinds of blessing. Remind mo naman yung katabi yung sayo mo, bindes ka na ni Lord. Bindes ka na ng Panginoon. God has already blessed you. God allowed you permissible freedom to worship Him. God showed you unconditional love and God showered you with divine blessing. Can we all stand up right now? Bow down your head for a moment and allow the Holy Spirit to move in your heart right now and remind you of the things that we have mentioned. The Holy Spirit is a sweet Holy Spirit. Napakabuti ng banala Espiritu. Siya po ang mag-remind sa atin ng kanyang salita. He will guide you. He will lead you. And He will also be the one to remind you of the word and it is my prayer that as a believer you will be grateful of what the Lord Jesus Christ did for your life nung tinawag ka ng Panginoon coming from a stage of being an unbeliever to now that you are a believer you don't need to work in order to gain his blessing but you need to just to do the things that you are doing because of your love for Jesus Christ. If that is your prayer and saying, Pastor, pray for me that everything that I will do must always be done out of love for Jesus Christ. Minsan trabaho na talaga ang dating ng ginagawa ko. Parang may takot sa puso ko na pag hindi ko ginawa, ang tendency para bang papaluin ako ng Panginoon. But let love control me and compel me to do the things that I'm doing. If that is your prayer right now, just raise up your hand and let me pray for you. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus. Arrest the hearts of your people, Lord. Remind them that you love them so much that everything that they do must be out of love for you. And I pray, God, 
alisin niyo po, Panginoon, ang legalism, Lord, sa kanilang system. It is not about legalism. It is not about, Lord, doing things, Lord, commands, Lord, or rules and regulation. But it's because of their love for you. God, I pray that they will just grow in their knowledge and relationship with you, Lord. That everything that they do will always be with gladness and joy in their heart. Whenever they read the Bible, there's joy. Whenever they pray, there's joy. Whenever they disciple, there is joy. Whenever they attend church, there is joy. Whenever, God, they do the things in the ministry, there is always joy because of their love for you. God, remove, Lord, this spirit of legalism. Remove, Lord God, these things. Thank you so much, Lord. Put on your hands. If you are here right now and if you want to receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, I'd like you to just respond to this. The Lord God wants you to know Jesus Christ. If you are not yet prepared to meet Him because you are not sure of your life, that when you die today, you are not sure if you are be, you will be in His presence. If you want to receive Him into your life, gusto mong tanggapin si Jesus sa iyong buhay bilang Panginoon Tagapagligtas. Nais kong itaas mo ang iyong kamay. Huwag mong papansinin yung mga tao sa katabi mo. Gawin mo to para sa Panginoon. Taas mo lang kamay mo, yung kanang kamay mo, at sumulit ka sa panalangin ito. At sabi mo, Panginoon, patawarin niyo po ako sa aking mga kasalanan. Naniniwala ako na hindi ko kayang iligtas ang aking sarili. Sa mga oras na ito, binubuksan ko ang aking puso. Tinatanggap ko kayo, Jesus, sa aking buhay bilang Panginoon at nagkapagligtas. Salamat po ng marami sa buhay na walang hanggan na inyong ipinagkaloob. Banal na Espiritu, gabayan niyo po ako sa bagong buhay na ito. Salamat po ng marami. Dalangin ko po ito sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen and amen. Amen. Palakpan po natin ang Panginoon.